Grab a seat at the bar to join us for another episode of McAnally's Pubcast, a podcast exploring the fun and fantastical mind of Jim Butcher's The Dresden Files series. Hosts Tans and Jess, and maybe bring you another round of literary analysis on this immense, immersive, and colorful environment inhabited by Harry Dresden, the world's only licensed private investigator and professional wizard. Join an active and engaged community of new and diehard dedicated fans focused on the fabulous themes, theories, characters, context, lore, and more. This is McAnally's Dresden Files podcast by Free Flow Rambling. Conjure by it at your own risk. Welcome to the McAnellis Podcast, brought to you by Free Flow Rambling. This is episode 9.19, Old Times, where we are covering the novel Summer Night. My name is Tanzan, and I'm joined by Maggie. Hello, hello. And Jess. Golf. Chapter 27. Dresden finds himself trapped in a magical circle. Aurora forces Dresden to tell her what he's figured out, and Harry admits he knows she is responsible for the Summer Night's death and plans to destroy the balance between summer and winter. Yes, so he comes to, and sadly, spirit realm or not, he's shivering uncontrollably. So there goes playing possum. <laughs> so he can't sneakily try to pretend to still be unconscious and listen into the conversation or anything like that. <laughs> so good news is he doesn't really feel any breaks or bruises, although I'm sure there must be at least the one on his head from getting cracked by Grum. Right. But um, but at least the point is, is he hasn't been pounded on while he's unconscious. So that's a plus for him right there. No additional broken bones. No additional broken, nothing, nothing else. Um, but he can tell he doesn't have the unraveling anymore because that was kind of a cool spot in his right. pocket. Everything taken away, but the and amulet. All of his, yes, he still has the amulet, and that's it. So more or less whole. Um, so he realizes he's in a ring of toadstools, which also gives him a shiver, shiver because they're not you know tentacular fanged or anything. But this is fairies and toadstools and circles and. That's one of the oldest, longest running, you know, we all call it little fairy rings and stuff when you find one of those little circles of mushrooms and stuff. And so he's like, well, fuck. So once he's kind of assessed that he is trapped, but not bound and not beat up and missing all his magical doodahs, he finally gets up, takes a look at what he's got. He's got five people facing him. So nearest, first thing he notices, Aurora. Big shocker, because he just finished that up. <laughs> Figured... That out. <laughs> right. So it's kind of cool. She's in a battle gown, though. Silver mail and, and close fitting and throat to ankles. And so I'm like, she probably looks really good. Like, it's probably a really cool outfit. Oh, my God. Right. But um, and she basically admits to planning to kill him and, and, and it, because he's come too close to interfering with it, his with her plans. Yes. Yes. I cannot allow you to continue. Not that she's been allowing you. I'm like, you've been trying for a while to stop his continued involvement. <laughs> it hasn't panned out for you yet. Um, but yes, Grum is there. Um, and Lloyd Slate. And Lloyd Slate. And That's the most like, whoa, what? Winter Night's working with the Summer Lady? What? Can't do that. What? See, that's what you get for freaking like mortals and shit. You know, like if it was... Fucking fairy. backstabbers. Well, yeah, but fairies are unlikely to cross sides like that like if you're winter you're winter if you're mm -hmm. summer you're summer you're not gonna go work for the right so see if you had didn't have these stupid mortal knights you wouldn't have this problem they couldn't betray you right at least not in this manner because <laughs> they all still try and backstab and betray each other but <laughs> well harry basically reveals well, that he knows grum is actually lord marshall and yeah. the dark unicorn is Coric. and this moment just like what how the fuck did you figure that out? Like, where was there's no indication to me when I was reading through this. When it gets to that point, I was like, you gotta fucking be kidding me. Where, what? Where'd you get that? Well, Talos is pretty surprising for me, anyways, but Cork is kind of hinted at because, like, Cork was described looking very Clydesdale when we first met him, and then the unicorn was described as looking very Clydesdale right. when we met the unicorn. I missed that entirely. Good. Nice. Okay. So, right. Cork. Occasionally she pays attention. So, Cork's was <laughs> very she... for me. I was like, Clydesdale is like, you're really referring to all these things as Clydesdales. Oh. <laughs> There's probably a reason why you're focusing on the one same horse, because it's the one same creature. I mean, he threw the Budweiser horrors. <laughs> yeah, well. He just say Clydesdale okay, every in time. In the same <laughs> sentence that he was referring to it as a Clydesdale, right? right? He yeah, didn't because ever... that's what the Budweiser horses were. But he just, you know, tried to occasionally oh, give it okay. another name. But my point is you that, know, yeah, blue, he wasn't referring azure, to it as a workhorse. He wasn't referring to it. It was like, yeah. Right. Lord Slate 
I, Lord Slate. <laughs> wow, you just got a promotion. Lord Thomas <laughs> is really only by association with Aurora and Cork from before. I didn't pick up on the same, like, descripting words or whatever. Yeah, so I don't know if it was as obvious, but I think sort of where the link is there is the fact that when he, you know, again, upon his first encounter with Grum, he's like, gee, he's a lot more savvy for an ogre. Usually they're, like, jovially violent or like maliciously violent right that he's not quite but right as an ogre yeah. but he's like he thought yeah. more for himself he decided to get the heck out instead of risk being confronted by mortal cops and things like that and and all of, and the the quick and easy shape changing and then there's another thing that's sort of but I don't think they yeah when he, when he was able to retreat in the Walmart or whatever like that right so it was a little. Well, bit, I don't know if that. No, I was going to. It say wasn't this. quite the same nod that it's necessarily Talos, but it was a nod that he's not an ogre. Or yeah. Whatever. So right. I think again the fact that they've said like obviously these two people have been well these two people but you know the Grum and stuff like that has been hounding him sort of the whole time. So if Aurora's behind all this, it makes sense that it's her buddies one way or the other. So right. and I totally just overlooked up both of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So which yeah, is like you say which that, is fair because, because yeah, now you pick up on the Clyde Stale thing. Yeah. yeah. It was a bit more subtle. It wasn't, but um. But this is another point to the fact that um, Dresden uses these descriptors for multiple characters like this. He picks or two butcher. or three words. Butcher. Butcher, this like speaks to how he does things. He chooses two or three descriptors and he places them on a character and no one else gets those descriptors. So when he brings up, you know, I could smell this or I saw that or it looked like this, you're supposed to link it to that one person who's got that one keyword. Eventually, but it's also subtle that it's Early easy to overlook. on in you. these books, we don't necessarily know what those descriptors are alluding to mm. or who they are about. But in later yeah. books, it's easier to be like, wait a second, You've got the Once same descriptor as this other person. Learn the pattern a little bit, or this or that, or... Yeah, yeah. this is one of the most obvious ones at the beginning, right? Do, do, do. Yeah. So. Air quote, air quote. Air quote, air quote. <laughs> <laughs> now, after 17 rereads in 20 years, it's yeah. so obvious. So obvious. <laughs> so obvious. So oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> and really, until, like, the very last book, I can't even be proven right. Like, until it actually happens. <laughs> yeah, right. It's so obvious, but there's it's actually no proof about it, but, like, I'm pretty sure. So far, it's stacking up really well. It's a really yeah. good hypothesis. Mm-hmm. So Aurora questions Dresden how he figured it all out. Yeah, and he's like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, well, that's rude. So he turns to the last person and be like, can he be reasoned with? And lo and behold, there's Elaine. Yeah. And she's uh, like, no, you just tried to tell me you're going to kill him. Why? Yeah. <laughs> Why would he? Yeah, he's like, mm, you'd be you'd be hard pressed to get him to cooperate anyways. And now that you're like, well, we're just going to kill you. You're like, uh, you just took away your bargaining chip. <laughs> he's like, well, I'm going to die anyway. So fuck you. I'm not going to tell you. Right? So then like, ugh, fine. Pulls out the magic card. Pulls out the magic card. And this is, again, this is like, um, I mean, I suppose it's part of that whole fairy fame magic thing why it's so difficult, but I don't know if there's a little bit more, like, you know, the way she can get to him quite this way, if that, again, has anything to do with him linking himself, or because I'm like, yeah, that's pretty not cool if you can just basically, like, mind control, and although I guess this is why it's also one of the laws of magic, that's, you know, why people can't go around doing it, like, that makes you one of the monsters. It's like fairies have no conscience, have no soul, have no morals. They will gladly just invade your mind and pick out what you want. You not so much. So yeah, she basically does does like a cod jungle book. Look into my eyes. <laughs> like that. Yeah. And, yeah, and um, and he tries to resist, and he kind of knows it's happening, but ends up not really being. Yeah, he spills the beans. Yeah, he knows that Aurora is behind the summer night's death. She had Elaine bring uh, Lloyd Slayton rule uh, to into rules building via the Never Never. Yeah, and he also admits that he knows Aurora took the the mantle, put it into Lily, and then turned her into stone. Which is where she's been. And busy. again, it was like what? And again, oh, like I remember the statue, but look at how all would these you make that connection? Statues. That one is a little bit more of a jump where it's just like okay, because there was other statues in. Well, there was the two that he saw. He said there's the one, like, when she was up on tiptoe, and then the other one where she's kneeling there with a sad look looking in her hands. And then, yeah, there's the painter, and then um, Aurora was working on the other. But, I mean, again, I think that was just the circumstances, you know, that all of a sudden this girl, like, the four of them all hang out together. Now one of them has suddenly been taken and is missing at the same time that this mantle goes missing. And, oh, there's, you know, all these other statues, but then there's, like, this one that's kind of, you know, so I'm like, I think it was more just that, just, like seeing as it's too difficult for like too much coincidence 
for everything to be completely separate that it's like well this ties in with it too that's where and again just i think with the mothers the whole thing of like being changed and imprisoned and not used right. makes sense of being trapping like it one of these yeah because if she was any other sort of form of whatever he slept on it so we figured it he out he slept on, yeah he had a nice little nap now it just brought everything together <laughs> as he always does in these dreams where the pieces just click together his subconscious yeah. But he also does try to figure that Aurora had sent the tigress after him, and she denies it. But I did think this was kind of funny. I do not know the school. You are incorrect, wizard. I do not hire killers. But didn't you just admit to hiring Slate to kill the summer night? Like, really? Yes, yeah. I mean, you, you didn't actually pay him, I, I don't think. Well, you're, you're. Yeah, I guess not in like a hired you're, mercenary He's kind doing of. your bidding. But yeah, she lured him over. He's, you know... So, there's a couple of things with this. So, again, like, back in the beginning, Bob's like, a flight of stairs wouldn't kill him. Two flights of stairs wouldn't do it. Maybe if he took an elevator ride with you. So, I was like, okay, so you're thinking there's maybe something else. And then you get the hint about the ectoplasm and the whole. But essentially, he's like, well, a lane opened, which, again, I don't know what difference that other than maybe Elaine being connected to summer like maybe rule had more defenses around his house and and why slate couldn't because again i'm like if he's got the winter powers i was like you would think that um but yeah i i feel like that's something that should be within slate's um doing or whatever like if you know they can all open portals to the and i get like was um justin's like you know not every wizard can but i'm like again you're the summer night you live in between the mortal world and the never never so well he seems more like brawn than he than seems magic. more like brawn but i mean again he's imbued with a bunch of this power i would think one of them would be like here's your pass card to get back and forth from fairy right so part of me is like why does elaine need to open but maybe that's just it maybe elaine can and he can't because she is also wizard and he's not necessarily wizard like he's kind of loophole of, because if they sense he de- like or he does it he you know some giant hole or something yeah uh-huh. exactly i don't know but then basically it sounds like he's like um He's like, Elaine opened the portal and Slate came in and pushed him down the stairs. I'm like, so a flight of stairs did kill him? Like, was it just the surprise attack that yeah, had right. you come He's up? He's an old man. <laughs> well, go. yeah, but Bob's all like, well, wouldn't it have killed the summer night? He's got way more power than, you know, but I'm like, again, maybe there's more detail to it that we're just not bothering about at the moment. You know, Harry's just like, yeah, he pushed him down the stairs the way you sort of sum things up and isn't. Who cares? He's dead either way, all right? <laughs> I know, but it's just one of No, those... that's what I'm saying. I'm oh. like, Harry doesn't care. He's like, yes, whatever, he's dead oh, anyways. Yes, maybe fucking that's... Harry died. Yeah, but anyways, so yes, there's that. The redirected... Oh, and then this is the... Yeah, so literally... Part of me is like, again, because when Meryl figures something up is A, that she hasn't come around and that's normal, but also she's like, the apartment looked kind of roughed up. And I'm like, why would you have to? Lily was buddies with you all. You have like 15 things of her posing. Why wouldn't you just be like, yo, hey, Lily, come on over. I want to hang. And then kidnap her all. You know what I mean? I was like, why did you have to go and kidnap her? for That just seems to draw more attention to it. Like something Maybe they has think happened. it's a misdirection of sorts? Or, but uh-huh. it seems poor. It seems to draw more, right? right. So I'm like, again, it's like, it just feels like you could have done that simply because, again, she still would have been missing and she still would have been like, that's not normal. But again, if it didn't look like anything had gone down at the apartment, they, you know, again, they would have been less likely to think something nefarious. Per- you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I yeah. just feel like that was kind of like it. I don't get it because if you find out it's like her buddy, then why didn't her buddy just be like, "Yo, come with me"? Right. So Anyways. Dresden does state he thinks uh, Maeve ordered Slate to take out Elaine, but instead uh, Slate faked the job basically, and then the Aurora also faked the injury in order to keep Dresden distracted, which is really accurate. It worked well because he, he didn't into- actually go in and directly ask her did exactly. you kill exactly and she couldn't have she would have had a hard time dodging that because of the whole truthy right so Maeve could be all like whatever because she didn't actually do it so she could probably have an easier time dancing around it if they had gotten to that right whereas exactly if he'd been level-headed and on board and gone in and done the same thing and just straight up and like did you kill him she would have been like fuck yeah. <laughs> you know she would have had to give something about something and it would have unraveled much sooner so yeah it really was very so i mean in the one way you're like okay well i guess this is why they took their time because they kind of had faked some like obviously she had to be some injured but obviously it was also somewhat faked that they weren't she wasn't as on death's door as which also explains why he find her found her well and fine at the airport the next that's the other thing i'm like you know he's all worried and getting her to the hospital and blah 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 and then within you know less than 24 hours i think the other guy's like yeah she'll live she's yeah she's just sitting at the airport waiting to get out of town she's not i mean she does make some comment about shrugging with her injured shoulder right so it's like okay some of the injuries must have been 
but either, yeah, they did a really good job of patching her up, or none of it was nearly as bad as, because, yeah, I was like, she's just ready to run away, I'm like, you were dying yesterday, and now you're just like, okay, bye, <laughs> you know, I'm like, mm, don't buy it, so, yeah. Right. And the last sort of wrap up that we get from from what he knows is that he uh, he tells her that he that he he knows that she's that she had sent Talos, Elaine and Slate and the Chlorophene to 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 kill him. Yes. None of which is denied. So Elaine really was trying to kill him. Ah, yes. Well, at least the best of her knowledge. Elaine was sent. I was going to say she sent him to kill him. Whether or not Elaine was actively trying to kill him or not is, you know, stupid mortals. But yes. Or at least at this point, she's not disputing, like, the details or whatever. Right. But yes, they don't specifically, again, he mentions them. So again, supposedly the ghoul and the lone gunman that were there, maybe were there entirely separate. And again, it still leaves you, like, we don't know exactly why the mind fog didn't fuck him up. But again, I'm like, I love how, like, everybody, like, Dresden didn't even know who was going to be there. And, like, a possibility of, like, two different sets of attackers, like... You know, I'm like, she was in a smock. Okay, you could have grabbed the smock right after getting there. But you know what I mean? I'm like, it just seems like a lot of the, like, you only had X amount of time. And you're like, okay, we're going to go in. We're going to do a mind fog. You rush into the garden center. I'm going to be a tree. You should, you know what I mean? I was like, they had 20 minutes from when he called Murphy and said, meet me at Walmart. Right. <laughs> you know, so I'm like, I get fairies. You can just zap in and out and things like... You know, maybe you don't have to set up the same way as mortals, but damn, y'all got a lot done. Like, I thought Murphy got a lot done, you know, calling, like, 50 million people until I remember there was another phone call. And I was like, <laughs> you guys apparently just... Maybe it's that fairy time they just went into a pocket and took, like, three days to plan what they were going to do and then just popped out five minutes later in the real world. Yeah, there you go. There you Makes go. sense to me. There you go. Yeah. So, so Slade is like, yeah, can we can we kill the great Kreskin now? I didn't actually have to look up this guy. He's an actual person, an American mentalist who was popular on television in the 1970s. Mm-hmm. We got yes, lots of we, 70s references this book. We do. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Um, this is really just like WandaVision where we go through every decade with every book. Yeah, right. <laughs> I was going to say that it's kind of like the great Houdini is definitely one of those names that still gets bantered around. I think like was big enough at the time that it's one of those catch all. You can't trademark it because it's too commonly used now like Xerox and Kleenex. <laughs> but yes. Um, and again, something else that I'm pretty sure we've had the last couple of books. It's like spooky. He doesn't look all that smart. Poor <laughs> Harry. They're all like, nobody ever expects him to get it. <laughs> They're like, and especially since that's like one of his biggest traits too. <laughs> I know, but it's like, like it's, it's again like nobody expects the um, um, physical the Spanish Inquisition. Inquisition. I know, yeah, I know. I, and I was trying very hard not to say that. <laughs> Although apparently some people do expect Harry to be the Spanish Inquisition, but nobody expects the wizard to attack physically and not magically and nobody expects the idiot looking wizard to actually be logical and solve these problems you know like he just looks dumb wow. he hits he, with his fist and uses his brain what is this what <laughs> he's not grounded compute. god damn it we I, can't have that yeah right that's not fair right but he does such a good job of looking like a fool <laughs> that he's like it's, it's, it's like he throws like, him off the scent by being I mean, a fool so I, often. I, right? <laughs> like, obviously, I meant to do that yeah. the whole time. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. So, yes. So, she figures out that, damn, he has figured it all out. And, uh... But does he know why she's doing it? Yeah. And he does. <laughs> kind of. Um, sort of. Like, well, what the objective? Well, that, well, he's, yeah, he sort of knew the objective, but he didn't really sure, like, why she would want to throw this imbalance of, like, why would, yeah, she want to hand the power over to Winter and stuff like that. It's like, that makes no sense. Like, I can understand you wanting to steal Winter's power, but why would you weaken yourself and give it to Winter? Right. He, he doesn't sort of get the... And he, he's already hypothesized that she was in it for the unraveling, like, yeah, how he, she knew that the, that the mother was gonna give the well and that, it's kind of like wow okay again it's That's a, a lot bit, of anticipation it's a little bit like the the manipulation of leah getting amarachius i'm like there seems like there was a whole lot of variables there that you know it seemed more like a big like right and we only what really do get a small portion of what dresden sees not well true but again right i'm like yes there's view. been certain things to nudge like exact oh i mean like you know um whatever you know, like, Elaine's like, I can't help you, I'm not going, and then obviously it's like, well, obviously she did have a means to get him to the mothers, and ultimately they did need to do that, because, you know, they had the unicorn and the this and the that and the whatever, right? So it's like, 
you know, there were certain things that were nudging and pushing or again, the logical, it's like, well, he's got to go talk to everybody. So if he makes it through this and makes it through that, but yeah, I know exactly. It's the same thing. It's like a little bit like, how did you know for sure that mother winter was actually going to provide? And I'm like, I guess you have to, you know, on the whole, like we have to keep the balance, but it also makes me wonder a little bit. I'm like, why? Like, so the magic you used to transform her, you couldn't untransform her? It's either a really crappy spell, or is it that, like, I a did limitation wonder that too. to it? Like, did you purposely set it up so that nobody else could accidentally find and undo it? And to, like, yeah, it was just, I was like... I just had Medusa right there. I was like, hey, look at her. Uh, yeah, it's ah, like, I can okay. turn it to stone, but I can't unturn you to stone. I'm like, mm, I guess, but mm. I don't know. Yeah, it seemed kind of like a... Mm. Yeah, there's a lot of manipulation going on in... in Ye- yeah. yeah, both subtle and not so subtle, but yes, regardless of whatever, it's exactly, it's all played right. out to be here. But he basically knows that she's going to take, she's going to take Lily, she's going to uh, remove the stone-ness. She's going to what? She's going to take away the, st- like, change her f- back from stone with the unraveling. Okay. Did you say remove? I think it was just the, the word yeah. I missed that I was like, okay, but okay. Oh. And and then he's she's gonna kill her in the stone table to to change the balance. Yeah, after midnight when it yeah. changes over to winter because then it will all that summer night power will immediately yeah. go into winter and then boom. But it's the part that he actually just it. doesn't really understand why she. And he doesn't. Yeah, ruined. he doesn't understand the why. He's like, you're just gonna send everything into chaos, and she's like, it's the only, you know. And I mean, again, like she does. It is. It's fucked up and it's insane. But again, it makes a certain right. Like same thing that that. You know, the other, like, mother and things like that, you know, we're saying they're like, we can't influence each other. Like, I can't do anything about, you know, this and that. And she's like, I can only control and manipulate my own power. But, yeah, the only thing I can do then is give it to Winter because exactly. I was like, I can't steal it from them or whatever. But this is the only way to just blast everything to smithereens and rebuild. Right. I hate it. I hate every moment of the things I've had to do to accomplish this. But I should have been done it should but it should have been done long since wizard delay is just as deadly how have how many have died or been tormented to madness by Maeve or those like her you yourself have been tortured abused nearly enslaved by them i do what must be done so then why give them more power zealot yeah but it's like Maeve uses the power she has for bad why give her even more yeah, and exactly, like, yeah, because, again, like he says, it's going to tip the whole entire world off balance that, um, and I, yeah, I don't know if they specifically say it here, I think the phrasing of it this way, the explanation of it comes out a bit later, but basically, yeah, it's like you basically just have to level everything to nothing, and, you know, because that's all that can happen, they have to keep battling it out until yeah. it's even Nuclear again. Nuclear wasteland to start from scratch. Yeah, pretty much, right? Build it in your own image. Exactly, right? And so the only way is that once they destroy everything, there's there's no other choice. So even though there's an imbalance, once you strip everything away, it's eventually got to shift and back into a natural balance of some kind or another, right? So whether it goes back exactly to how it is or the next version of it because we don't know what the last apocalypses were like because nobody remembers those <laughs> but you know exactly right it's it's that a lot of water it's a, a lot of <laughs> yeah exactly right whatever so uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> one way or the other it's just whether it's solid or not just based off of textual evidence <laughs> before text i don't know <laughs> meteorites i guess yeah yeah Some of them. Yeah. yeah maybe so Aurora, Aurora tries to find out if Dresden has told the White Council anything and is, is enraged when Dresden sasses her. Bite me, fairy fruitcake. Yeah, because he's starting to come out of it. She doesn't have the same pull on him anymore, right? right? So And Eling jumps in, is like, no, 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 he hasn't said anything. Don't kill him right yet. Just, just, he hasn't done it. Yeah. Well, p- rather passively, sort of yeah. sees his butt. So again, yeah, it keeps you guessing one more time because she's like... Um, so yeah, he goes, so he gets slate side of it, like, what are you? And he's like, I promised me all this stuff, I'm gonna get the power. And he's like, I hope you got that in writing, like, you really think that she's gonna handle, and he's like, wait, what? She's like, no, 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 it's okay, dear, it's fine, don't listen to me. (laughs) Trust me, it's okay, I'm the only one you can... But yeah, he's like, yeah, sounds great, but I mean, really slate. Especially if you've been the knight, you had to have had this job for more than a month to be in all of this plotting. So really, you don't know how fairies work yet either. Like you really need Dresden to tell you. And this kind of grows into the point too, is like, regardless of if like, maybe Aurora's not the one drugging him, but Maeve's keeping him fucked up. Like he's not operating at best bets. I mean, it's very much like 
Like we were saying, Leah, like, petting his head and be like, it's okay, child, I'll take care of you. It's like, Magic manipulated, abu- drug manipulated. Maeve is, like, outright manipulated. so outright and abusive. And doesn't sound that smart in the first place. But yeah, Aurora seems so much better that it's like, well, well anything's better than Maeve. So it's like, and and yeah, there, she makes him feel good. Mm-hmm. Not, I was going to say, there is that, you know, she's, she shows kindness and, quote, you know, respect to yeah. things that are, you know, that exactly he does it, right? He's just so pissed at, but that's the thing, it's like, he's so pissed at, at all of that that it completely blinds him to the other fuckery that is fairies and I'm like I get on the one hand but at the same time like yeah unless you're like brand new at this like but you're right between the abuse and the drugs and the all whatever that, it may not all be <laughs> that reminds me too is that Slate really liked Lily right he was like you know they used to, used to push him around and stuff like that so yeah if we're always just like hey Slate you go get Lily that's why the apartment's trashed and that's well, partially more uh, of his reward and whatever like right great you go nab Lily great that's what I'd love to do <laughs> Aurora Maybe. you're way better than Maeve <laughs> Maybe I don't know, right. but still sounds like. But anyways, well, it sounds like Dresden sort of started to get through to him too. Like, yeah, he's like, oh, she's oh, not gonna to actually say. give you the power, dummy. Yeah, and like, uh. she, like she's gonna let a man and a mortal man and all that, yada yada yada, <laughs> have any powers. And he's like, oh shit, and then yeah, yeah. immediately the distraction and oh, manipulating. And the- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, this yeah. is not the droid you seek. Mm-hmm. Oh, totally, exactly. Don't listen to him. Nothing has changed. No, that nothing has. However, you again sold him a whole lot of nothing, didn't mm-hmm. you? Pretty, pretty words. Mm-hmm. Nothing's changed between us. Yeah, I was always going to screw you over, Slate. I swear. Mm-hmm. So Harry questions Elaine next, like, why? 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 Yeah, so he's like not going to get anywhere with the other fairy beings. So he figures he tries to, and she basically doesn't give him a whole lot to go off of either. No, it's a very bitter answer. Yeah, like she's jaded, I should say. Yeah. Survival, Harry. I promise to tell, uh, I promise to help Aurora or to give my, up my own life as forfeit in payment for all the years of, of, that she She protected me. me. Yeah. Yeah. Dresden tries to tell her that people will die as a result and she's like, better than than me. I don't care. Yeah. Because she's like, I'm Justin's puppet. Right. She's (laughs) like, well, I didn't know you were going to be part of it when I agree. You know, she's like, I just wanted to save my own ass. I didn't know that I was then going to be pitted against you. You know, she's like, that does. But the fairy knew. So you know that she doesn't have the same fortitude that Dresden has. But she doesn't have the same fortitude um, as far as we can tell. Exactly. And it's like, um, you know, yeah, basically like he's like, you know, he kind of puts it out there. He's like, oh, better you than them. And she's like, I guess he's like, well, better me too. And she's like, yeah, well, you know, exactly. It's like not necessarily how she would have, she's not as cold and callous. Like, like Slate would just be like, okay, I don't give a shit. Absolutely. Everybody else than me. And whereas Elaine is a little bit more like, yeah, I sort of got into this and this I sucks. don't really, it, yeah, she's kind of like, well, yeah, I fucked up, but yeah, if this is the way to get out of it and this is the way to save my skin, yes, I'm going to do that. I'm not ready to be that noble and that pious and that whatever to give it all up just to save you or the world or whatever, right? right. So, yeah, she's all like, everybody gets hurt, everybody dies, whatever. Yeah. So Dresden begins to gather energy to power his death curse. Because he's like, okay, well, I'm okay, going to take you out now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, Aurora's basically like, all right, we got to kill him. We got to get him out of the circle to kill him. So he's like, fine, I can't, you know, draw that power that we've talked about from anywhere else. So he's going to have to draw it from him and that's going to use up everything. Um, but he's willing. But again, Elaine steps in. And it's like, okay, well, you stopped them from instantly killing them. But again, it sounds like she's looking Does out for she it. hasn't ever shut the fuck up. <laughs> I don't think she steps in at this point. She steps in at the beginning of the next chapter. Because he, it's like, oh, draws, his, like, like tra- draws his sword and bids Dresden goodbye. You're right. You're right. That is the end of it. I sort of forget. I sort of think of it all as one chapter because it's all related. But all you're right. <laughs> Thank you so much to our Patreon subscribers for your generous support. It's people like you who help us keep doing what we're doing. If you're not yet a Patreon subscriber, sign up today and get a fuck ton of bonus content, kick-ass merch, behind-the-scenes outtakes, and more. Sign up today at patreon.com slash rambling. Chapter 28 Just as Dresden plans to unleash his death curse, Elaine proposes a new plan to bind and drown him. They leave Harry to die alone, sinking in the mud. Harry recognizes a cryptic message Elaine gave him and finds a way to break the binding and free himself from the death trap. They do the whole dramatic goodbye, Mr. Dresden. And Aurora's like, I'm sorry. And he's like, you're about to be. And then Elaine's like, wait. And he's like, fuck, Elaine. Like, <laughs> let me just do this one God thing. God damn it, woman. I'm gonna, let me just blow myself up and take you all with me, please. 
But yes, she's like, he'll do his death curse. As soon as you drop the, you know, as soon as he goes in with the, the sword and fucks up the circle, then... And Aurora's all, well, what do you want me to do? And she's like, hmm. It's kind of crazy, though. Like, if he succeeded in, like, blowing himself up and them, he wouldn't have been known as, like, the guy who saved everyone. He'd be known as the guy who fucking, like, killed the summer lady. Yeah. Right. Like, no one even knows And that he was, the like, imbalance would have been screwed up because nobody would have known that. Because everybody pow- that was in the know. Well, that power would never be recovered. Yeah. yeah. So th- right? Because, yeah, nobody would he be would there. would really to- fuck things up. Really fucked it. Like, it wouldn't have been, like, you're trying to save the whole world right now. They would have still gone to war. You just also killed the summer lady. <laughs> like right. We get a little sword. tiny bit of more insight, too, with, with um because Aurora is like, uh, is it really? Like, we will actually do that? And, and Elaine is like, no, he's the strongest strongest wizard I've ever met. So strong, he makes the White Council nervous. Let's be fair, Elaine. You met two guys and he killed one of them. (laughs) (laughs) Morgan and Justin. I mean, 50-50. Harry and Justin. She's never met Morgan. Elaine only knows Justin and Harry. But she was in the apartment when Morgan came Uh, by to try it and she's like, that's the council you want me to go to? Mm, Never mind. (laughs) So, okay, they were not formally introduced, but... I mean, Harry admits that he's got raw power, but like... Anyway, even though she's pretty, she is, I guess, yeah, she is kind of limited. But she's, at the same time, she is around Yeah, well, like his boss, she's, they had different. She has been around the Fae, but she had, you know, better concentration, whereas he's got, again, that raw strength, right? right? So, not necessarily on the same level, but she's got better strengths or different strengths in certain areas. Yeah, that's a big boost, it's though, to say that he is the, the yeah. most powerful that's that she's ever seen. That's a little crazy. Like, you know, it's like little girls being like, my daddy is the coolest guy in the world. Like, you've met four guys. Yeah. He's probably not that great. <laughs> Maybe. Except for you. You are her best dad out there. For sure. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, yeah, she's been hiding away in fairy, and she, it doesn't mean she hasn't existed at all in the mortal world. So, I mean, it's very possible she's... I mean, who knows how many other schmucks have wandered into fairy to make deals. I mean, I'm sure Dresden's not the only wizard ever to make it. Most of those schmucks are pretty low power, though. Most of them probably are, but... That's what makes Which, schmucks. again, I mean, it doesn't negate her. It's still the most powerful. I know, but still, it's just like, it's not really saying much. Right. From Elaine's perspective. Right, like saying you're my favorite oldest daughter. Your only oldest daughter. Exactly. <laughs> I have to be the You all give her a cookie, she's figured it out. <laughs> I wish you all could have seen the wheels turning while she processed that <laughs> in support of her own statement. <laughs> no, no, no. And this is why Harry is. And you said I was the best oldest daughter on the planet. Okay, that's probably bullshit. But you said I'm your best oldest daughter, and that has to be true. You only have one oldest daughter. Exactly. Like Harry's like the most powerful wizard because she doesn't know any other powerful wizards. Okay, but so she like, knows she, there's others like, on the planet. Out of all the wizards I know, Harry is, yes, out of all the older daughters I have, you are the best. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways. This is why I'm going to kill you one day. <laughs> oh, you guys make this all worth it. <laughs> That's something to us. So only our families loved us like that. <laughs> we only have each other because they like, won't talk to us. I don't understand why Laura's upset about her grandmother dying. <laughs> like, I just don't get it. <laughs> Doesn't make sense, Matt. <laughs> it does not compute. <laughs> so Elaine suggests to Aurora that they that she call on water and let him drown while, while Elaine herself puts a binding on Harry to hold him. And, and Aurora's, yeah, okay, let's do that. Yeah, Sounds and, good. And this is an interesting little... Like, I'd almost see it the other way. So you would think that they're in the Fae, that the Fae magic would hold him, and the mortal magic would dissipate as soon as she's gone. Or that if they were in the real world, well, sure, Elaine's real world magic will hold him, whereas the fairies will dissipate as soon as they cross over to the Never Never, but she's got it. You know, which is just an interesting twist since His fa- they fairies are, are just really ephemeral. Well, yeah, but you know, I mean, again, this this difference that I mean, he keeps stating between mortal magic and other supernatural beings and stuff like that. But I'm like, I just find it interesting that mortal magic still has a different reality, like it's realer than the fairy magic when you're in fairy. You know, it's just you would think that you know, like the ghost dust. You know, it's yeah. like meant nothing mm. in, in the real world, but as soon as he crossed over, that stuff weighed like 10,000 pounds, right? It was like, you would think like that, you know, it would be like... The, because wizard manage, magic just that much more powerful Yeah, apparently than that whole free will, human mortal soul thing, you know, that even Packs when you're... Up. 
even when you're in the land of the monsters, it still is is more lasting than the monster magic. You know, I just I just thought that was kind of like an interesting because I just well, unfortunately we're never gonna know how the monster magic works because Harry doesn't know how it works, right? But just knowing how the human magic works, it's yeah, it's fully on belief. I guess, but I mean, just laying the ones that suggest it. She's like, know, your power will fade, mine will stay. Let me do it. It was just weird. I'm just like that. Just seems backwards given the circumstances. But okay, mm-hmm. we have to go with it because obviously that's what happens. So, and again, and he's like, you treacherous, like, right? Justin's just like, you fucking snake. Um, and she's like, whatever, I know all his defenses, and da-da-da-da-da-da-da, you know, I've got the inside scoop here. So she does her thingy, and binds him up, and yeah, Aurora calls up, one. Calls up yeah. all the water, and basically just makes, like, yeah, instant quicksand or whatever, or they just start sinking fast. <laughs> it just makes me think of childhood, because, you know, I was... It, it, for whatever reason, you know, we always, as a child, you always have uh, need to know how to get out of quicksand. Although none of us have ever come <laughs> across ever quicksand. quicksand. Are we going life? to? No, but we we all feel the need that we need to learn this. But apparently, we do because you never know when fairies are going to trap you. At least you. Harry does, <laughs> right? But it's true. It's like one of those things you hear about and you're like so obsessed with and whatever, like quicksand and blah blah blah. Your entire childhood, that. drop, stop, and roll. Stop, drop, and roll. I don't even know it. That's fire. (laughs) But that's the thing, though. Like, as a child, you were like, stop, drop, and roll. Stop. How often are you ever actually going to... Yeah, like, I've been on fire twice in my life. Now the time that I drop, (laughs) stop, or roll. (laughs) Because you had no idea what it is. (laughs) This sounds like a fun story, but... (laughs) I work in kitchens. Okay. Yeah. yeah, Okay. Yeah. Things I don't want to know about. Like, Kenzie doing to, like, walk in ovens. I'm just, nope. Yeah. So, great. This is why you... That's stuff for kids. You don't actually have to stop, drop, and roll. <laughs> Just run around waving your arms. Like, feed that flame. So Aurora calls them all away, and they start to make their exit. But, uh, before Elaine leaves, Harry asks her why she didn't stop Aurora. And Elaine basically tells that she, she wasn't sure if, if he was actually going to kill her as well with this death curse, which probably he would. Yeah. <laughs> Deservingly, <laughs> you're a backstabbing bitch. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So she bids him goodbye and says, it's just like old times, and then leaves with the rest. Yeah, and just left him there to die. <laughs> He's like, great. So, again, Fairy's like, it's kind of hard not to panic. I'm like, yeah, I could see that. You're really not, <laughs> you're, pretty, you're, you're out in the middle. I mean, I don't know. Panic-inducing how, environment. I was going to say, because we don't even know how far they are, because, you know, they knocked him out right outside the cottage, but they could be acres away from the the summer and winter mothers and things like that. Like, who knows if they, you know, went around I imagine, the like, the cottage door closed and they were gone. Uh, you know, right, like, whatever, right? So, yeah, he's in an unfamiliar place with unfamiliar things lobby you know what I mean it's not just like you know you're even in like some you know like in my house I know if I can get over to the kitchen drawer I can get a pair of scissors out of there I just gotta hop my chair over you know he's like I don't know where the fuck I am I don't know what the fuck anything is I don't know yeah right probably has a concussion let's be probably honest. has a concussion from the multiple you know and again this is not just like a nice and it's funny because he references like people pay for mud baths but you know not many of them are going to be fatal yeah. you know and it's just like it's right like he's just sinking fast mm-hmm. and he starts <laughs> cursing Elaine out just in his head and then he just kind of like something triggers it's just like old times it's just like oh it's just oh, like old times, times. oh Wait, remember the beginning of the book when I was talking to Murphy about Elaine and I was like, she totally tied me or bound me and then I was like able to escape because like, yeah. (laughs) Right. Harry, I was able to get into your apartment because you use the exact same charms we've always used since we were children. Mm -hmm. I guess there's a bit of a theme there now. Mm -hmm. Oh, it changes. Time goes on, but they are stuck in their ways. Yeah. It's a very cute story, actually, that Harry describes here. He's like, when we were kids, you know, like, school was hard. Like, one of us would do the magic school, and one of us would do the regular school, and then we just trade notes, okay? And we then had we got distracted because we to. wanted to boink. Yeah, eventually. Uh, At first, it was just we the regular. We all wanted like, to sleep with our adopted sister. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> I said that, like, 20 episodes ago. Okay? Yes, yes, yeah. <laughs> Throwback, just, just like old times, guys. Yeah, let's just <laughs> Um... But yes, exactly. And yeah, so they got lazy about certain things. And this one was his. And so while it was effective, it was not the one. Again, it's, you know, like your kids, I totally need to know how to get out of quicksand. You're like, oh, this is totally the best thing ever. No one's ever getting out of this. And then you realize in hindsight and maturity and blah, 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 that it had flaws to it. And so, yes, how he managed to get out of it the first time is so, again, he goes searching for that little spot. And there's just that little bit of weakness right at the back. 
poke, poke, so poke. now he just has to hold his breath long. And so thank God they didn't pick a further spot to to warp out of because you know it's like he's already completely submerged and holding his breath and desperately trying not to take in a breath by the time he finally feels the actual... Could you imagine the claustrophobia? I mean, it's not just water, it is mud. So you can't see anything, it's thick and it's heavy. I know. So it's probably going up your nose too. Right. Well, I think everyone's had a moment when they've accidentally started to drown. Like, you misjudged how long you could be underwater, you tried to touch the bottom of the pool, you like, you got trapped underneath the And you're ready for a breath before you come back. But I think there's something more terrifying about not being able to see it as well like well like, yeah but i'm just saying even just in the water you start to panic hard and fast right mm-hmm. and it suddenly becomes like the fastest like struggle to get to the surface right and in mud you can't even do that struggle oh. yes he's bound so like straight jacket like you say he's got no movement to swim or like that's, that's terrifying like, that I'd would be, be terrifying that would be absolutely to have and like i've even done it just like pretty how many- bad like near death life like experiences like, right like people's worst nightmares you know like it's his every other weekend like it's insane because like look a fucking like honest to god like fire to the face like fast paced battle action death isn't really that scary honestly because like you're just so like boom 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 adrenaline I'm throwing spells you're throwing spells and it spells, happens so fast right? like, that's the thing is but you don't some have to- of these ones that he gets like these predicament ones is just like holy fuck like, well, like yeah. he's slow- like gotta be the poster child for PTSD all right. the fully, time fully. like slowly burning to death in Victor's house cause he's you know handcuffed to a railing and there's let's see there's venomous scorpions down there that was on fire I've got time to think about this and anticipate what's gonna happen slowly and immediately that like I do it all the time like on shows and stuff like being eaten alive torn apart by animals wolves werewolves yeah Yeah, exactly like you see it's you're trapped in a pit this thing's circling you like it's not just boom it happens before it's right but like I'll do that thing when like they're on um, movie like hold my breath. <laughs> not like talk the, about the PTSD from Grave Peril. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Hold your breath. Yeah, right. Like you're watching a movie and they like go down for a swim and you like oh, hold God, your breath impossible. along with. And you, yeah, they're like, there's no way I could ever hold my breath as long as they do for all of that. How stuff, are right? these people Olympic athletes and doing this? No, yeah, that's yeah. yeah, crazy. Exactly right. And I'm just like, yeah, no. And I'm like, even then, I'm like, <gasps> you know, and I'm like, I'm just sitting on my couch and you know, like lots of oxygen to spare, and it's. Like, yeah, even that is, I'm just like, I don't. So, yeah, very, very not, very not good. So, Justin does eventually, is able to break the binding and uses a heavy, like this heavy spell, like, a, I don't know, wind spell, a fire spell. I couldn't tell what spell. Vertus, Ventus, yes. No, his, his force spell. Yeah. yeah. It, per- but I, but it, but it like, like pushes the, him really fast and hard yeah. out of this mud. Like, like, it's like, <laughs> just made me laugh. The gar- like, it just made me think of a clown being shot from a cannon. Well, and this is pretty much exactly like Jessica's like, oh, that was a roller coaster at the beginning. <laughs> I was like, well, it gets even more. So he's going down, 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 down. And then he yeah, does this equal and opposite reaction <laughs> right <laughs> to be 20 so, feet in the air in a tree yeah so he does this four spell and again as we're talking about you misjudge quite the depth of the pool <laughs> you know and yeah rockets <laughs> himself up and out and into this tree and i'm like oh my like again the first time around reading this and the visual Howling. right <laughs> Right, and you're just like... God, I hope nobody sees you like this. You the sounds of footsteps ripped out of them right. coming closer. This is like... <laughs> I, I hope these plants don't get up and eat me. You know, oh, Harry, your big mouth. Like, I hope nobody sees me. <laughs> and just remembering this book, when you go back and remember, like, the details of it, this is not the scene that sticks out. This isn't really a plot-heavy moment. So I, yeah, fully, fully not forgot this, about... It is, oh, oh had what, you? But this, yeah, I fully it's forgot about it. it. Yeah, I was just yeah. listening to it on the audio book a couple weeks ago, and I was like... <laughs> Nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's well done. It's really well done. But yeah, Larry's whole life up is a there. Some days he you can't, just can't win. Can bar- yeah, so this, you can barely wiggle and and move. And then right, he's like, "Fuck!" And before he can figure it out, here's someone coming along. Right, where he's like, "I hope no one sees me." Crap. And then as he so he tries to be all like you know, like cross his arms and just and then like his boot like Hi, I said, King like, of Wit, that's me. Cannot hmm. catch any break here. <laughs> yeah. And the gatekeeper yeah. is definitely entertained by this. I <laughs> The gatekeeper. A little to your left. <laughs> Right, and he's like, "Am I interrupting anything?" No, no, I'm, I'm good. Just hanging I, out. I just like to come here and think. Official <laughs> wizard business. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nothing at all important. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh, "Okay." 
So yes, discover that he managed to get a branch through the belt. <laughs> yeah, the gatekeeper does tell him how to get down, fortunately, and that he's been looking for him, and, and does inform him that the, the situation yeah. in Chicago is getting way worse. Yeah, so I'm sure at the start of this storm and stuff like that, I'm sure they're having all kinds of weird freaky weather and other things and panic-inducing in the streets because, you know, we got toads and who knows uh, what else is falling from the sky. Well, <laughs> exactly, right? Mm-hmm. And I mean, you know, when you have, like, an invisible virus, everybody runs out and buys the stores clean now when you can like see you know the natural disasters and the acts of god coming down upon you it's like people are definitely gotta be like just not good things i like that this is i found this to be a really interesting moment uh like i appreciated it where the, the the gatekeeper tells dresden that he has technically accomplished the winter queen's task and the 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 council for as far as they're concerned would see that as being as you, you did enough fulfilled the letter of the law here. which is like fucking like damn the council is just as shady as the fairies <laughs> well and dresden's basically made no bones about that he's like yeah for all their posturing and all their talk Selfish they're a bunch of, men. yeah they're a bunch of egomaniacal pompous ass hats too you know hmm. and yeah he's like really you could say this is the end or whatever you know he's like you can call it quits and this would end and he's like oh that sounds so good hey you just think about it for a second i don't know where he's gonna get he does mention a hot shower and i'm like well we already know you don't have hot showers at yeah, home so like, you where are you gonna get that you go sneak billy's hot water for a go shower to an actual or something spa. before that yeah but <laughs> it's like you gotta make like, sure you don't a hot bath that doesn't try to kill you <laughs> right I was, I was like does the apartment building work better because you're like further away from you know, like the, you know. Hopefully, they just got a big water tank down in the basement, and Billy's up on the third floor. It's like I can get a shower in before shit goes crazy. You know. But. So he does think about it, and he's like, "No, no, no, no! I can't. I have to. I have to see this through." Yeah, and he's going even for the logical part, like you know, so I'm like, "Oh, I could sleep and get some food and a shower." But he's like, "I don't like. I don't even know. Like, I can't go up again." I, I, Chicago I, I, explodes. Yeah, he's like, I, "I don't know how to get back to Chicago over Chicago. I don't know, you know, how to begin looking for. It. I don't know how if I did find it, how would I?" I stop them like you know what i mean he's like really there's it's insane for me to continue you know you can't but, sit by idling can't do it but yeah he's like but at the same time um yeah i was like i wasn't allowed and it's kind of funny because he's um you know wasn't allowed to ask for any help and blah 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 and he's like but i'm the only one that knows anything and I guess he figures at this point, like, I'm like, okay, well, the gatekeeper is here. You could be like, okay, this is what's going <laughs> home. Can you run home and tell Ebenezer? Because apparently Morgan won't let me talk to him. But can you go rally the troops? Mm-hmm. And he doesn't even do that. He's just like, no, it's not over. He's like, I still got to, you know, he's getting thinking about Merle. 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 And, and Lily and all this kind of stuff, right? Um, so then he's like, okay, well, um... You know, I can, I, you know, he's like, well, here, I can give you a way to find. And he's like, now, else, he's like, you're interfering, you're helping. You're, and he's like, no, no, I'm not. But it was like, yeah, I was like, really? I was like, you could have been like, okay, now will you go tell someone? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but now you're all like, oh, I give you a way to do it. Isn't that, you, you just shut up and take it. Like, do you want it or not? <laughs> well, not the fact that you're he, helping. <laughs> that he actually admits, he's like, yeah, if you had chosen to stop, I would have just killed you. And that too. I would have voted like, against you and I would have killed you. Done. Well, he's like, it oh. would have been as good as, yeah, he's like, it would have been as good. It just would have been quicker and easier Fucking than handing you over to the. This is the Indiana Jones <laughs> moment. <laughs> like, yeah. And then the, where he chooses the right chalice. Thank God. The, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you have chosen wisely. No. But Damn gatekeeper, don't fuck around. It, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, this is the thing, you know? He has a completely different plan than the like, other yeah. wizards yeah. do. Because he's, like, he's like, oh, okay, you're not going to quit now. I'll, I'll cast my vote. And he's like, you would have? And he's like, not only would I have, but I would have, yeah, probably killed you myself. He's <laughs> like, whoa, dude. But, uh. So, like, yeah, it was, like, a fully, like. That was a trap. <laughs> right. You can quit right now if you'd like. Sure. Really? You can. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he makes it he makes it sound very pleasant. Like, yeah, right? It's okay. You don't, like, you you don't have to you, go on. You've done the bare minimum. That's all you have to do. It's all anyone can expect. But that's but fully like counsel, too. Like, you can't even trust the gatekeeper. Like, these bitches don't give a shit about you, Harry. But then again, I mean, I do kind of... I mean, again, the gatekeeper, obviously, by giving him this choice in the first place, was counting on Harry being the bigger person and it, not just... Obviously, like, you he know. wins the gatekeeper's favor in this moment and basically... Basically, spoilers keeps it forever. But, but yeah, it's it's at yeah. this moment the gatekeeper was just as shady as the rest of them. He, yeah, mm-hmm. it really was not very. Yeah. He has his unvested wasn't, interest. Wasn't very in a way. fair. Yeah. 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 So he does. So, so he does. Like you said, he he decides that he's going to help out in his own way. And since he decided that Harry has already done what he was asked, I guess the council can't start helping now because <laughs> uh-huh. Harry's already uh-huh. succeeded. Yeah. 
Well, technically, I guess, but he still draws the line of like, yeah. well, if you just give me this, but this and that. so yeah, so he gets the oh, yeah. the, the ointment, the ointment, yeah. the the glamour and then, and then ointment, the piece of the stone table just to do the table. tracking. Yeah. yeah, which again is interesting and brings up all sorts of because again, you know, Harry always says mortal wizards. You know, three, four, five hundred years. They live a long time, but they don't live like millennia the way fairies and things do. And it's been some time since the stone. So, you know, when and how did the gatekeeper get up there? Or is this something that's been passed down? And what's his backstory or ancestry or whatever that somebody got a chip of this table? That there was a reason for a wizard. It's just this mystery. Right? Like, it's all like, but again. Knowing what we know about the great gatekeeper, though. Like, yeah. I'm sure either one. Either it's passed down and he's just been watching it this whole time, or whatever. Went and had lunch with some mother and they just were like, here you go, have this, have this rock, keep it forever, you'll know some what to do mother. with it one day. <laughs> As in winter or summer. I know, I know, I got you, but it's... <laughs> Margaret oh. Le Fay procured a rock one day and said, give this to my son one day. Right, like, who the I fuck? So he does ask why he's helping, and the gatekeeper denies this. I'm and not helping here. Not helping the trial along. <laughs> So the fuck up, motherfucker. Sure you can finish, right. okay? Right. <laughs> but and then just outright says, "Sometimes what the council does not know does not hurt it." I know. Oh, rule yeah, breaker. Right, because has got like, it. Just keeps making me think of that scene of like miscongeniality between um, Sandra Bullock and Benjamin Brad or whatever, and she's like, "You like me? You wanna date me? You, you know what I mean?" And I'm like, "This is like this is just dressing me like <laughs> you like me. You wanna help me?" <laughs> yeah. He's like, "No." No, no, and he's like, well, it could have just been this, but you're giving me this and this. He's like, you're dead. He's like, I've never said this before. I never said, plan on saying it again. No one will, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll die before I never say it ever. But it's like, what the council doesn't know, <laughs> right? And here he's like, ah. <laughs> validation. Yay. Yeah. I was just going to say, I'm like, it's like Captain Holt when he shows like the picture of his phone to Harry and he's just like, I do. Captain I, Holt and Harry? From Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh. Sorry, not to Harry. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, got Captain me. Holt, when he shows, like, I do the, like, the spinny loop-de-loop and the twisty-twist and the blah-blah-blah. He's like, why are you telling me this? And he's like, because no one will ever believe you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Go ahead and tell them. I dare you. <laughs> he, said, he said validation, but it sounded like vindication, which oh. is Captain Holt's. Gotcha. Got it. All right. Vindication. <laughs> Way back. Yeah. Same difference. Yeah. So the gatekeeper opens up a path from the Never Never straight to Dresden's apartment, like... Yeah! <laughs> which is a good fortune. Like, he doesn't even have to expend any of his own energy to rip it open, but he just would have come Mastery out somewhere. Mastery right there. Remember this moment, okay? I do. Okay. At least somebody remind us in our Discord <laughs> that we were supposed to remember this moment later. No, for real. Because yeah. in changes, what the fuck? Okay. Okay? I'm actually like, what the fuck? So Dresden does leave the Never Never right into a hot thunder, summer thunderstorm. Boom. Yes. And um, already the sun is going down. So, or starting to fade. So, yeah, he's gone till midnight, right? So he's getting very near the end of his 15 hours here and has to get a move on. Time a ticking. Time is a ticking. So at least he, yeah, saved himself a little bit of time that way. At least, all, yeah, and all the mud and stuff, at least it's just coming off his, like, we have to pause yeah. now, too. So still, still going to be nasty. Getting yeah. the rain off, and at least it's, at least it's not he's packing mud in. He's been slimed. But it also dissipates quickly, and the rain helps washes it off, so at least he doesn't have to track all of that into his apartment. <laughs> It goes off to change his clothes and but yes, what do you wear to a war? Right. <laughs> As we know, you're out of clean clothes. So it'll be something dirty. Right. <laughs> right. right. You're know, wearing your last just, dress right just now. Just put it inside out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sniff like, test. My, my fashion sense war. is somewhat stunted, but still, I had to wonder. <laughs> if you just wear all black, then everything matches and you're fine. Right. So there you go. Not dead yet. Not dead yet. This concludes our episode 9.19, Old Times. Thank you for listening. You can find us online at freeflowrambling.com and macanellies.ca. There we have links to our other podcasts, social media, and other fun tidbits. Please subscribe if you like what you're hearing, and please consider supporting us through Patreon to keep the magic alive and to see more content. We are Free Flow Rambling. Conjure by it at your own risk. 